What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, Uber Lyft driver and gig economy news. Sponsored by Middleton Technologies Maximo. I'm your host, SJ, and it's time to get it on. What's up, you guys? Thanks for coming back to another week of Ride Share Rodeo. Uh, this week, um, we're going to listen to... Well, there's actually two things this week. So, first of all, this week, today, we're going to listen to a uh, Ride Share um, roundtable that we had on discussing a topic that had been going around the YouTube community quite a bit, which was, do the apps have control of you, or do you have enough control of the apps... Are you in any way in control of the apps? I mean, they were all worded differently, but I think that the roundtable brought out some good topics and um, a good take on all this, and uh, it's a good listen for sure. Um, so that's today's podcast. Um, Thursday, there will be a bonus podcast dropping with um, Real Rideshare Stories. Uh, Chris at Real Rideshare Stories. And... Uh, yeah, he's uh he's kind of the um hmm, maybe the creative director for the rideshare guy, maybe the YouTube creative director for the rideshare guy. You know, he kind of you know as he explains in the piece that I'm going to put out um in our interview that you know, he's kind of in charge of 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 organizing everything for the rideshare guy uh YouTube channel. So, I know Harry's busy with a bunch of other things that he does, but I think that uh, it's kind of on Chris these days. So that'll drop on Thursday. Uh next Monday, um uh have Rudy um from Fear Cab and uh we're going to learn about that. Um I'm going to learn about that. So, I'm going to absolutely have a bunch of questions ready cuz uh you know these startups we gotta be we gotta make sure that they're they're good you know no data no data mining no no pyramid stuff so um so i'll I'll ask the the questions for sure uh but we always love having these guys on and uh hopefully he'll explain to us something really cool and different that uh that we're not aware of or a way that he's planning on doing what he's planning on doing um so that's next that'll be next week and then the week after that is the five-year anniversary of uberliftdrivers.com. And uh, that one's just going to be me. And I'm going to do old school, um, just news rundown. And uh, maybe, I don't know, we'll, we'll see what I decide to do, but it's just going to be me on that one. Um, since I started uberliftdrivers.com five years ago, and it's been just such a long time. Um you know, and now the podcast and all the other things and the YouTube channel and every other thing that we're doing. It's uh, the Patreon page and the radio show on Fridays. And uh, yeah, um, you know, it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of a lot goes into this now, um, a lot more than it did. But it's also grown to 
quite a big thing. Um, before I jump into today's interview, I, uh, I want to remind you guys uh, to download the Maximo app. Uh, you can go to middletontech.com, hit apps, and you'll see the Maximo app. You'll see the DUH app, and you'll see the Flex Alert app. Uh, as far as for Rideshare, the Maximo app is the one you want. Um, you know, you, you, I think you get a, either free 15 days or 30 days. And uh, after that, it's only $5 a month. And if you drive Rideshare, or if you're new to Rideshare, or if you've been listening to the podcast and, you're, and you've been doing Rideshare, or you're coming back to Rideshare, or whatever your Rideshare capabilities might be, even if it's down the road... Um, you're going to want to keep this on your radar because maybe you're coming to a point where you want to be able to filter the ride requests that you receive and make sure that, you know, for your market, you're getting only the rides that you want. You know, every, each of us would set ours differently. You know, I live in a big city. I'm going to set it way differently from somebody who lives in a college town um, or lives rural or whatever. You know, it's it's to each his own on what, what kind of rides they're looking for, what kind of payments. And uh, Lyft, Uber, Uber Eats, and Grubhub actually can all be filtered through the Maximo app. So go check that out, you guys. Um, all the links are always in the show notes. Uh, we are very proud to be sponsored by Middleton Tech. And uh, yeah, let's jump into the piece right now and we will come back on the other side. Hey, everybody. What's up? Uh, I think we're live. I know there's always a little delay there, but um, so yeah, so tonight was uh, me and Gary, we're just going to sit down and chat about some things, but uh, so I invited some other people on. I invited uh, Tom Kelly, who I do the radio show with on Friday nights, who I also do with Jason Thierry, who's also here from Gig Economy Podcast. Um, Everybody knows Flex. He's here with us and Gary's down here and hopefully we have Hannibal joining us in a little bit. But um, I got a few things that we'll kind of talk about. Some of them have been going around a little bit, and then some of them um, have just been questions I've been asked by people lately, and I thought maybe better to take this on as a group. But uh, yeah, so um, first I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the uh, Canada Convoy. I don't care where anybody stands with it. Um, I know that, Tom, you're way up to date on this. A lot of stuff went down today. Um, Some arrests. Going down right now. Yeah, going down right now and uh, <clears throat> and getting them out of there and like pulling their licenses and some are getting pulled over leaving town and they don't have insurance because the company's pulled the insurance. Um, I just wanted I'm not going to get political here. I just want to make sure everybody understands what this is, because it's not a it's not a protest against the vaccine. It's a protest against a mandate. And half of the truckers that are there are vaxxed. Not that that matters, but I just want to make that very clear to everybody because some serious crap is going down. And I want to give shout outs to, I'm going to actually be writing a, an article for uberliftdrivers.com, but also for a, um, a Windsor publication, Windsor, Ontario, for the Ambassador Bridge thing. And so I want to give a shout out to Ottawa's Viva Frey, Travel Fund 69, Zot, and Aaron Dueck, um, who I've been chatting with about. Uh, what this will be. And I'll make sure to drop that to everybody, but there's some serious craziness going down up there. And uh, again, it's not political and it's not Vax. I just want everybody to be aware right now it's all going down. So um, try and pay attention and uh, watch YouTube, not, not TV. (laughs) 
Uh, that said, some of the um, topics tonight are, you know, some big ones, actually, like uh, Uber's new upfront front pricing. Um, oh, yes. Uh, I don't even know. Where do we begin with that one? Gary, you're going to, you got, I thought I'd be in the Target City right out of the gate. Um, but uh, Tampa's closest to you. I don't know if he, Houston might have been one. Is Houston really? You know that Detroit wasn't listed, but it's live in Detroit right now. It is well. Yeah. The, the ones listed on rideshare or on the uh, rideshare guys' website, those are just the major markets. That's not all the markets it's live in. Right. Well, Chris listed like I think he listed like seven real rideshare stories, mm-hmm. and he listed like seven. But there there was twenty two. Right. Yeah. There's twenty two cities. Not oh, it's okay. not whole states, but maybe Detroit was one. I thought Denver's usually one, so I thought we were going to see it too. But, um. The one takeaway that I had from the things that I've read, seen, whatever, is that <laughs> you're going to like shorter trips now better because longer trips, you're going you're gonna to get some more time pay, but they're actually going to take away some mile pay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, you guys, this is ridiculous. Gary and I talked about this, you know, back when, and we were saying how, like, you know, like they can't go much lower. And it's like, and then, you know, Gary was like, I don't know. They might. <laughs> It's like they're getting under the standard deduction now in many markets. In in some markets, they're actually below it already. Yeah. I mean, so so what's going to come with this upfront pricing as far as you can tell, Gary, I guess? Let's let's start with you. I mean, I think it's going to do two things. First, I'm always for upfront pricing, always for it. Anytime we all want to see it all anytime I know exactly what I'm gonna make right off the bat, that's that's a win for me because then I can determine, well, do I really want to, you know, yeah, it might be an hour drive, but if it's paying, you know, sixty dollars, of course I'm gonna go do it. You know, um I, I think it's gonna make drivers more aware of how to spend their time better. In, instead of just drivers accepting every single trip over and over, because you see, if you see something that pops up and it says four dollars, and you've been getting ten dollar trips all day long, you know they're going to decline the four dollar trip. Yeah, but yeah. I mean that's the other thing too. Like, I'm I'm still yet to. I know Chris is Chris has put out a couple things, and Chris is actually Chris and I are doing something on Monday, but um, Chris put out a couple things, and I still am yet to like see like the full. Are you getting everything? Are you getting the the map, the distance, the amount? I mean, are you seeing? Is it true up front, or is it just upfront yeah. pricing? It's it's you get the you get the pricing at the top, kind of like an Uber Eats request. Okay. Um, under that, you'll get the. Um, I should have had my data pulled up for it, but uh, under that, you'll get the miles and the pickup location. Um, underneath that is the drop off and the distance to drop off. I guess the trip distance. Um, I, I don't have all the data in front of me, but you get a lot. You get a lot more information on the upfront one than you do on the current. Well, you don't barely get anything on the current. Well, on, on the current one, you have to be a diamond. I believe it's diamond or gold to mm-hmm. get all the information, like how far it's going and everything like that. So whenever you're a driver like me, I think I'm blue. Is that what it is? <laughs> me too. You know? And so whenever you, whenever you're like me, you don't get none of the information, but uh, I, I mean, I'm also in a very good market. So I, I already get a dollar plus a mile 
just for Uber. Right. Uber yeah. X. That's just Uber X. I get a dollar plus a mile for that. So to me, I, I can pretty much accept every trip and make money. So on markets like mine to where I'm already making a, a decent, and I say decent, it's not great, but it's decent. It's what, to, it's what it is at, at its best right now. Right. Well, compared to what I think some markets are like 53 cents a mile. I don't know who would drive for that, but you know, it's well, if good. it goes down, that's where mine will be. And I'm in a major market. Mm-hmm. Like right. we're, at, and, we're at 58 cents. If they go, I mean, I don't know what they'd go down, but if that went it, down to for Uber X to 53, 54, mm-hmm. I don't need an extra penny or two per minute or right. I need my mile fee. In fact, that's what I need to go up, not down. And so that that's why I think that on like markets like mine to where you're already getting a, a decent ride pay, it, it's probably going to affect those more. Because if you're showing me this ride is going to take 20 minutes for $10, and normally I can do, say it's a 15-mile ride, I can do a 15-mile ride for $15 plus, you know, why would I take the $10 plus one? Yeah. You know. The real question is, why are they doing this? Why all of a sudden that's, are they that's, doing That this? was something I was curious about, curious about too, because I feel like Uber's been just throwing out a lot of kind of big changes. They're always changing, but I feel like there's been a couple of big changes lately. Like what, you know, they were doing the, and just all of the stuff that I, I'm always talking about that I won't get into tonight, like IC versus employee stuff. I mean, they're just, they're in all these battles and they're throwing out some really wild card plays. I don't know. It, See, what I think it is, I think they're trying to separate what the passenger pays versus what the driver takes. Because if they give you upfront pricing, they they no longer have to show you what the passenger paid. Right. Because, because they're guaranteeing you amount. Yeah, but they're showing that too. So you, you can see it all. You can see their cut, the, what the passenger paid, and your cut. See, I heard that they... I haven't taken one. I got to go over to Tampa so it kicks in. But I heard that whenever you go to the actual history where it used to say, you know, like $1 a mile times 10 miles, that's gone. Correct. And so you're not actually, you're not actually getting the breakdown of it. You're, you're getting what they pay, but you're not getting the actual breakdown of what they paid. Right. Yeah. Well, you won't be able to dig that out too. Like you always have. I think you can. Well, this is he's we're talking about the the new system now where they're going to Tom, basically, there's not going to be that. What is this? I'm not getting everything I need. This is you're going to get everything in your request. And I think Houston's a market that gets it. So you're going to see this is how much this is where it goes. This is the total round distance. Yeah, Um, And they're they're, going to show you what the what the writer paid. And they're even going to say they're going to it's going to be the Uber service fee. And it's going to show you how much Uber collected between what the driver got paid and what the uh, rider paid. Correct. I mean, I would think you could get to that information. That's your information. When, when I mean, we're in tax season right now, Gary, you know this. I mean, like Uber claims that all those clients were our clients. So wouldn't we be able to retrieve all of the information relative to the payment of from those clients? Well, come on. That's a rhetorical question. <laughs> you know we're not going to be able to get that information. Well, we can get it right. You can get it right now. You can yeah. even do the yearly report, dude, an annual summary and see it all. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
I mean, every piece of it, what went where, you know, it's, it's very, for me, it's very, you know, it's always, it was always very dynamic, you know, you couldn't look at all of them go, they take 22%. So it's not at all like that. It's like, I, but I, I actually don't really look at that stuff that much. I probably should, but if I did, I'd probably be too depressed. So yeah, I, I'm like, I'm like you, Jason. I, I don't look at it either. Like per trip, like some drivers, as soon as they get done, they click, click, click. Yeah. But like, it's nice that it's there. Yeah. There was a because there was a time back when that I mean, Gary, I mean, for those of you that don't know, and I'm always saying this too, like if you are getting back to Ratchet, don't forget Gary makes all the apps DUH, Flex Alert, Maximo, and Maximo is the one that would do this. So I don't know what Maximo actually, I don't know if you're even fully aware of what you're going to try in these new markets with how will Maximo go. Well, I'll do it just like I do Uber Eats, I'll just add more filters so you can make better judgment of what you actually want to do. Uh, I mean, cause it already Maxima already filters for trip distance. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it already filters time, you know, time to pick up um, passenger ratings, things like that. So now just for Uber X, I'll just have to add in uh, just the total pay filter. Well, what are you going to do with the trip radar? We talked about you were on my show last night, Gary. What? How, how's that going to play into effect? <laughs> that That's why I said I'm going to have to go over to Tampa and see how it actually works. Um, but see, that's another thing, too. Is it going to be around in three months? Because I feel like that's the kind of stuff I was talking about with Uber. I feel like they're throwing out a lot of stuff like this, and it's like, oh, yeah, that'll be gone <laughs> Well, here's the the thing, though, like, okay, like, I don't know if you guys know, but Oklahoma City, wherever I live there, on the new Uber app that we have now with the start button and everything, that went to Oklahoma City almost 90 days before they released it to any other test market. And Mm -hmm. so this this isn't the first rollout that they're doing with this. It's not like, oh, we're going to test 22 markets. This is no, we're trying to scale it out to 22 markets to see which markets we want to keep it at. Right. You know, but again, I don't, I don't understand the trip radar thing. Like, why aren't you just sending those out? If I'm sitting there anyways, why aren't you sending those out? Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be obviously round robin. You know what I mean? They're just going to pop up and they're only going to pop up when you're, when you slow down. So I, yeah, I don't understand it either. I so want to just try it out. <laughs> well, Gary, I think Gary's already on top of. He's going to be heading to Tampa and doing this. So yeah, yeah, I was going to do sure that. We'll know I was going to do that soon. this weekend, but I, I took my car in to get detail or not detail. I got tent windows in a system. <laughs> Worst day ever. It's still it's still in the shop. Oh no! <laughs> what happened? Uh, the the system that I ordered. They apparently got the wrong system for it. And so then they had to return that and get the new one, which won't be here till tomorrow. And then um, my back window, they're having a problem tinting it because the very back window, you can't like get in the very, very crevice of it. Mm -hmm. And so they've had to rip out the tent three times trying to get it because it keeps buckling. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Not my car. What year is the truck? No, it's a car, 2022 uh, Kia oh, K5. Nice. So I want to acknowledge a few people in here. Um, I don't. Sometimes I don't know, Jason. Is this? Was that you that just typed in from the gig economy? Because you have the. There's the two different gig economies. What do you mean two? You have the audio and the and your channel. 
Oh yeah, that's. So I never that's... can tell between the two. But well, anyway. the one says audio on the logo. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can't. I don't ever even log into that on. channel. I don't even. It's just the audio. So no, that's that was just me. But uh, what's up, Thomas? What's up, Drone? What's up, Flex? You're in here. <laughs> what's up, Tony? Uh, Bruce, I saw this. Bruce, uh, what is it here? You get a dollar. Is that Uber X? You get a dollar five mm-hmm. a mile with Uber <clears throat> X. Hmm. Hey, poor dirt farmer. Yeah, Bruce is actually one of my Maximo users. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bruce is yeah. somebody that I was and, talking and actually, with. He's, about. He's, helped, he's actually helped me a lot with Maximo. Anytime or with Lyft, anytime I have something to test, I send it to him first. I'm in contact with you Bruce. Should, uh, to, you should check to, out. You should uh, sometime check out Poor Dirt's Farmer uh, channel. Um, yeah, I I did because uh, he's he's Michigan people, right? Maybe I don't know. Uh, he's in Florida, but um, Michiganders in uh, Michigan. Yeah. Hey, Marissa, what's up? Uh, Mort, what's up? Michigander, what's up? Uh, yeah, Michigander, my town. Uh, I'm Finnish, and I. Uh, um, our family owns land in Calava, so you know where that is. Um, B Mike, what's up? And who else we got in here? Crispy Bud Soda. I I really missed a lot. Mike, uh, Randy, and Octavio. What's up, Octavio? Put in put in the uh, um, show notes, Octavio. If you have any updates on the uh, on the truckers. But uh, yeah, so okay, um, <laughs> let's let's jump to something that I I know all of us know has been kind of going around, and I don't want to get into it in the way that everybody is, but I already see Flex smiling. Um, this control of the apps thing, I just kind of I just kind of want to put it to sleep because we have a lot of people here that I think all of each one of us should give input on this, and I think that the way to do this is to because I I was listening to I mean you know it all started with. And I'm not I'm not playing any sides here. I'm just kind of stating some facts to those who don't know. Bottom line is there was a video put out by a YouTuber that most of us know that directly it was against Instacart, who who has always been very pro Instacart. She is she is now working uh, or in 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 the GWC, the Gig Worker Collective, and I've I've interviewed those guys a few times. We have different opinions, but, um, you know, we stay nice with each other. But this person had put out, put out a video that directly hit one of our other creators in the community for, well, <laughs> anyway, the person hit back. And then there was a discussion with Flex and Roy. Yesterday. I mean, it just seems to be going around a lot. And I, I, you know, usually I try and stay out of this kind of stuff. But I think we have the brain power here tonight to dissect this a little bit. So it all started with this control, the, or what the control of the apps has over you. And it's spread out into so many different things that, so here's what I was thinking is that, you know, could we, could we first define like what, what what we're talking about and then all give our opinion on it like this control of the apps because i i heard you kind of get the statement was you have zero control over your app right 
but it's it's branched out into these different fights that aren't even the same one it's like it's so crazy man and like there's people making videos about other people and then people going for retribution going back at these and these aren't like people with five subscribers these are people with thousands of subscribers like hitting each other back and forth about this stuff right now so if the question is you know you have no control over the apps Right, you don't. The programmers and the CEO and the people who own stock in the companies are the ones who have control over those apps. Bottom line. Exactly. Can, can we all agree on that, all five of us? Yes. That's who has control of the apps? Yes. Okay, so that's who has control of the apps. But where a lot of the discussions and arguments are coming in here now is like, you know, why are... I have control over my use of that app. Like if I, if I, if I pull up an app and it does great for me for a year, then I, um, you know, awesome. I'm loving it. If it starts to do bad, I try different times. Maybe I give up on it altogether. Maybe I move to a new app. I, I don't know, but I make my decisions. Once it's not making me money, I'm done. So I'm in complete control of the apps in my realm, in my space. Same here. In my world. But more Uber Eats for me. Well, I guess I'm, re- you know, I mean, it sounds like we're all kind of nodding. I mean, Tom, how, how do you feel about this? Do you feel like the apps have control over us? And some of the issues that I've heard brought up were, you know, that the, um, you know, like with, I think DoorDash was one example I heard. Like, what if it's grayed out? You know, you can't work at that time. I got to compare it to the, to the service industry. I mean, I've been a, I was a bartender for many, many years. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And uh, anyway, you know, I mean, like there were times that I'd go in there, work the work, the, for a 1 PM baseball game on a Thursday because it was right across the street from home plate. So I'd work that and I'd get a quick rush for like an hour, but then I'd have to stay there till like four, like the seventh inning when other bartenders came for that second shift, I didn't make crap. That's just something I had to do to get my Friday and Saturday night shifts, which did make me bank in a shorter amount of time. So I'm, I'm not in control of that at all. Like I had to stay. I couldn't go, it's slow and turn my app off and leave the bar unattended. I had to stay. Right. Well, I don't, so I don't get the control issue. In fact, I think you have, I think you are as as much in control as you can be of any job on these apps. Absolutely. And you can turn them off and walk away anytime you want to. Yeah, but they still kind of control you. I mean, they do things to manipulate you to do certain things. They attempt. Of course. Look, driven that's a Roy point is that you don't control if you get deactivated. Of course you control. You write the fucking email. You respond to the email on, you know, why or what happened. You know what I mean? You might get reinstated back. You know, right? Or you contact Legal Rideshare; they can check for you. But hey, you know what? You could just be deactivated too, and there's nothing you can do about it. Exactly. That just—I mean—that happens to innocent people. It's all the just time. like just like anybody could be fired from their regular fucking job. Yeah. Hey, SJ, uh, just for a moment here, real quick, um, pull this up for you. It is uh, getting bad up there in Ottawa. They have now arrested Tamara Litch 
um, which we figured was going to happen tonight. She's one of the people who put all this together. And Chris Barber, they're on the good side. They, these are the ones who never wanted violence. They never wanted to create an issue for anybody. There are some jerks up there, but uh, Tamara and, and Chris got Chris got arrested around 4.30, so Tamara just got arrested in the last little bit. Where yeah, Chris yeah. is the... Is, oh, Christian, the trucker? Chris Barber. He's a trucker. Uh, yes, he's one of the the. He he he, le- he left he left out there, and they pulled his insurance. This is what happened to a lot of them. The companies, the ones that aren't completely independently owned, the companies just pulled their insurance because otherwise they were going to lose it as the company for all the other workers. So they pulled their insurance. So everybody was saying, as soon as they left Ottawa, they were going to get arrested. But no, they're they're arresting him downtown right now. Well, I mean, they were yeah, trying. To, I, I, some I, I, were trying to pull out and went on alive a little while ago. You know, I can't think of his last name, but Eric too, one of the leaders there. He had to pull out earlier, so it was. It's so no, what's going to happen? What's going to happen now? Uh, <laughs> it, it'll fall apart. We'll, well, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, I mean, there's actually we'll still rest. a lot, dude. It's it's like negative degrees. It's supposed to snow it's, eleven inches. Yeah, today. Are they going to vote this? Uh, this guy out or like eventually yeah yeah Uh, this will be the end of trudeau yeah this is this is bad this is i mean it should be the end of him now i mean it's like kind of like somebody going rogue type of fucking deal yeah 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 this is crazy stuff it's like somebody like going like trying to activate a nuclear weapon or something or just like well he he used the nuclear option let's put it that way Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Pretty much, it's like he, 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 thre- he threatened the livelihoods of the family members who stayed behind to let the other truckers go and make the protest. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Hey, these 58 people that you work with and have for years, th- they're not going to get a paycheck unless you get out of there right now." But it wasn't so much the business's fault either. The insurance companies were threatening to pull all their. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. Canada's ninety percent, you guys. That's way beyond the threshold of herd immunity. This is I don't I, I don't know. I don't want to get all heated about this. I mean, all these, they're, they're all trying to hold their asses. All these politicians. That I mean, it all comes down to that. And I'm sure there's like somebody behind him as well. That like probably stepping on his ass and telling him like what to say, what to do, as well, most likely. Well, the, the one that got the wildest today was the uh, Ontario police put out a tweet with a picture of one of their dogs, uh, one of the people's dogs, and said, if we arrest you and your animal's left behind, we're going to take your animal to the pound, and you've got eight days to get your animal out of the pound. Otherwise, your dog, will, your, your animal will be, quote-unquote, relinquished. Euthanized. That's mm, they, they, they use the word relinquished. So, in other words, if you don't leave, we're going to kill your dog. I mean, come on. Yeah, they were doing, you know, even when I was watching last. Uh, they should fucking vote every one of these fucking politicians. out. Of dude, the I, I mean, all the live streamers were going tonight, but it's dumping snow. I mean, and there's still a ton of people out. I mean, a ton. And they just brought in all the police tonight. Mm-hmm. It was really, it was starting to look ugly as it got. All dark. those people should come out with shovels. You know how quick this how, isn't it's not so going like real pretty. There was one dude like in a guy's face, and as soon as like the policeman grabbed him, he like took a swing. There was like 19 cops around him. Jesus. I mean, it's it's not it's not pretty, man. And these guys, yeah, you know, the police right just so, just to put it into perspective though, you guys, before I get off the, before we jump off this, because I don't I don't really have been in this too much lately. <laughs> My head's all over it. But um, 
the police even, I got to say this, are, have been awesome, have been awesome to the truckers. They love the community. Um, I, I will point out, this is they say this is the first time that Ottawa has not had a homeless problem with starving and all this other stuff right now. They're just living in this, eating all the free food that's being put out. Um, the streets are paved. There's been no... Um, Physical Besides, the truckers probably it's, paid for their, very peaceful. Uh, their hotel rooms and stuff. No, they're they're pretty much there's only like one or two hotels right there. They're they're kind of like living out of their trucks. They don't want to leave their trucks either. You know, no, this no, I'm is, talking about homeless. I'm talking about homeless. homeless. Oh yeah, yeah I don't homeless. know. I don't know, man. It's 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 just a big mess up there. But even the police, I will say this, have been awesome through this whole thing. The the media plays it a lot different, but they've been awesome to everybody. Um, it's just now they brought in whatever the the next level of police in Canada is. I'm sorry for not knowing the actual term, but that's what happened. And they were putting extra gating up, and I, we just kind of knew that today something was going to happen. But um, so okay, so what can can I, I got to jump back? So I, what's the gate for? So people don't run away. They put a second gate up around Parliament because they already had one where they were hanging all the peace flags and stuff, which wasn't a problem at all. But they put one around Parliament literally so that the media could grab pictures of they needed to put a fence around Parliament. Yeah. So that's all. Like that's all it was. It was a. It was a. It was a prop shot. They had the police on the Parliament Hill between fence one and two, and they put the secondary fencing up. It's it's everything's coming out wrong right now. So it's like zombie apocalypse. It's just it's just not. I mean, that's why all these feet on the ground have been great. But let me let me just jump back. I got to get out of this headset. It's it's because it, I knew it was all blown up tonight. Um. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to pull us off topic. No, no, it's it's but, cool. But it's cool. Saying, you know, I, I hear what you're saying about about the apps, okay? And I I know we're all app driven. No pun intended. By, by doing our work, but at the same time as I think it was, I think it was Terry, whoever said it a few minutes ago, uh, th that, um, you know, we're, we're, we're in control at the end of the day. I mean, if, if I've learned nothing from you guys in the last six months as we've been talking and so forth, you know, I used to, I used to let it bug me when I got knocked down from gold to blue or whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, it doesn't change. It doesn't change my pay. I have less, I had less information. And Bill, who's Mr. Diamond, you know, 10,000 rides and all that kind of stuff, 10,000 five-star rides, all that kind of, you know, he, he gets all this information. We're, I mean, we're always like, what are you talking about, Bill? Because he's like, oh, yeah, you know, they, they tell me how many times I'm going to have to turn left when I go pick the person up. <laughs> what? You, know, you, you guys, you guys got to know, I mean, actually, you've all been on the, all the, everybody, Gary. Yeah, yeah. Jason's on every week, but Gary and Flex, you've both been on the podcast. So the other guy, Bill, Chopper Bill, he, uh, I mean, honestly, the guy up until like five months ago didn't even have a bad story to tell about rideshare. I couldn't uh, believe it, man. Yeah. Like I've, I did it for so many years. I have like thousands or hundreds. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> he's like, no, I don't have any. I've had all the best people in the world ever. I'm like, it, it's always been sugar. <laughs> so he, he had somebody barf in his car and that's like the only thing bad that's ever happened to him. That was a few months ago. Right, and it was but, like a week or two after Jason yeah. and I were talking about that on the radio show. We were like, you know, puking in the car, and he's like, I've never had that happen to me. And like you the broke, next week, he yeah, came back. Never say never. It's like nobody's ever farted in my car before. Why yeah, you, know what, you know what it was? He didn't have that piece of wood to knock on after you. Yeah, that's what it was. 
So, but uh, you know, I I don't let the you can't let the app control you. You know, you got to just it it gives you information and you decide what you're going to do with the information. Exactly, and you and you can and I mean, in California they say no right now, but you can be you can be multi apping too. I mean, everywhere probably doesn't want you doing it, but you're able to download 30, 50 apps. So, I mean, you hate one, go to the next one. And what, you know, we talk about it all the time. What doesn't work for you in one market or for you or this guy might work for you or this. So it's not, I, I mean, I actually see it as they don't have any control. So I, I need to relate this to There's the two levels, two levels of control of it. Admin and user. Programmer, CEO, and yeah, company that wants to make profit no ma- at that's every expense, including everybody dying. There's a company them. that's like spelled U B E something that, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, say they did have 100% control over the app. Right. They would have nothing con- to complain about and no one to blame. Well, when I see that what point I, would be right. working and for so, them. so when I hear this control thing, <laughs> Gary, you know, I mean, I mean, everybody should appreciate this. It's what I talk about a lot. Is that if if that's what you're talking about, you're talking about franchise model or W two employment with these companies. That's control. That is, yeah. That's what I was saying. Short like, of that, working for them. Short of that, I can turn it on, and then two minutes later, go, no, I don't want to work it. <laughs> or I can turn it on and say, yeah, I'm going to do it all day. Like, like I said, I think it gives them something to complain about because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you think about it, how much are you actually in, in control of anything in your daily life? If, if you base it off of how they're basing off your control currently, that means that if you take an elevator, guess what? You're not in control of going outside. The elevator's in control of you going outside. You're yeah. driving your car. Well, your car's ran by a computer. You can't edit that computer unless you go get another software that allows you the ability to edit that computer Uh, again control is a mindset you know Mm -hmm. if you say i'm not in control you're probably not in control of much in your life (laughs) (laughs) and and i I don't mean to come off like that you cannot set the snoggin to say that yeah i I don't mean to come off and and say you know badly but that's how you have to look at stuff is if you think that you're never in control that's that's an issue with yourself, not anybody else. Because I believe everything I do, I'm in control of. You know, or I at least try to be. I, I don't let mm-hmm. nobody tell me what I should be doing. I don't care if it's a W two job. If I don't feel like going to work, or I I don't want to do something at work, I, I'm a firm. They can fire me. I don't care. Whether you have control or not, that does not mean that you don't have consequences to your actions. Mm, sure. That's the biggest thing. A lot, of, a lot of people, the biggest argument I ever hear is, well, they can pause you. They cannot let you sign into the app. They can deactivate. Yeah, it's called consequences. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. I think that that's where a little people or where some people get a little tripped up, though, is that, you know, they're like, well, I'm not an employee. You know, I shouldn't have consequences. And it's like, man, a, a, an independent contractor has consequences. If he screws yeah. something up, the the, yeah. the the person in charge who hired him is going to be like, get out of here. 
if you're a plumber that's the, way the, that's the way the app was written that's the way the person set up the app you know what i mean like you signed here, up to here's the best app. way i can explain it if you're a plumber and you're a true contractor say you're a true contractor you're doing plumbing work and you <laughs> dig up the wrong line and break somebody else's line guess what you're probably gonna be fired from that contract mm -hmm. that doesn't mean oh i'm not a contractor that just means you screwed up. You should do better. Right. You know, I, I mean, I have my own business. It, it's a legit business. You know, I got an EIN, an LLC. I got the insurance, everything like that. Guess what? I still got people to answer to. You know, it's not mm -hmm. like I can do what I want. If, you know, my customers, I have to answer to my customers. It's not like I can be like, ah, screw you. I'll do what I want. That's not how life operates. Still going to yeah. answer to someone at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, always. It, it doesn't matter if you're in total control or not. Like I, my, all my apps that I make for rideshare drivers and gig workers, yeah, technically I'm in 100% control of them. If, the one percenters are in fucking. If I start going through my apps and removing features that you want to use, you're not going to use my apps. Mm -hmm. You know? You're right. So, like I said, control is a mindset. If you say I have no control, you probably don't. Actually, your apps are a good example too, because like in there, you're actually setting your controls. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> you're saying here's my yeah. controls. Yeah, you you actually you know? tell my, all my apps what you want to do, and then <laughs> yeah, they, they they do it for you. Yeah, right. they don't you don't work. You're gonna hear you want to do what you could have done yourself. Right, you're saying, hey, I don't want to be paid less than this. I don't want farther than that. I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want that. You know, it's like, and then and then you're just sitting back saying, okay, now do your job, assistant. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, so they're already weeding through it. So I mean, that exists. That's even a better example of the proof that you have control. You're actually able to go within those apps, use Gary's apps, and say, you know what? Here's here's what I'll work. And it'll filter it to you. So I think that's a perfect example of control, right? Uh, like, like I said, control is a mindset. Right. That, but I mean, exactly but like, in this case, I like, think that you're, that's you're, a never, you're never going to convince, you're never, it's never going to be, okay, I agree with you. Nobody's ever going to do that. Everybody's going to have some little argument that they want to nitpick about, about the control. Right. You know, because you tell them, yes, I can accept or decline whatever I want. Yeah, but they determine which ones they send you. Right. Okay, but I was just, that's why know. I was, I, for the first time tonight, I just put into my head that like, right. you know, I wasn't even putting two and two together to think, that's you know, your, your app is a good example of that though, because I can go in there and say, no, this is actually what I want. And then I'm, I'm using it against those companies and they, they're, they're only going to, I'm only going to take stuff within those parameters. So I've told the companies what I'll work. But look, what they sent is not what like the Dash sends. It's what is being generated around your location it's what people order it's what the customer orders right. that's what's being generated if you're available right and that's I mean, that's what it is it's not like somebody sitting there and like hey you know what let me give this fucking guy this order no it's not none of that so yeah. so again that's what i was saying there's only two levels of control which is the admin side and the user side and that's plain and simple but just to say 
you have absolutely no control over your apps is is a true statement. Uh, is a false statement. I'm sorry. No, I think I think I think I like the way uh, Gary said it too. You know, is that control is a mindset. I mean, it is. You know, I mean, and, and I I wouldn't say that I I wouldn't go to say that maybe that person doesn't have any control, but I I kind of agree with that sentiment that if you don't feel like like you know. I don't know if it's probably right. You know, if, if you don't feel like you have control over something, you probably don't have control over a lot or at least feel like you don't. Yeah. Because they they were nitpicking like certain points like, Oh, because they, you know, they limit you on this thing. They, 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 they tell you, you can only sign up at this time or this thing. It's like, okay. Yeah. They telling you what to do or whatever, but at the end of the day, you're in control of it. I mean, I, I feel I'm in control of my daily, whatever I want to do daily, yeah. I'm in control of. And people can argue this with me all, all they want, you know, but I, I wake up whenever I want. I go to work whenever I want. I stop working whenever I want. If I don't make money, though, that's my fault. I can't say, oh, DoorDash didn't allow me to make money because guess what? I truly believe I'm an independent contractor. And so I determine where I'm going to work for that day. It's it's not like, oh, I'm just a delivery driver. No. I do everything, and if I don't make money that day, I can only blame myself. Right. Or or the day, but you'll readjust before the next day. Exactly. Right. Every day is not the same. Every day is a different day. Well, that's the trade-off that's of being your own boss is Sundays are short, Sundays are long. You know, it's funny, uh, you know, I'm, as I look at like what uh, the Driven Dad just wrote. Uh, yeah, I was I actually just okay, go, uh, so, go ahead because I was just going to address that. But, but OK, but think about this whole IC argument. The whole well, that's why I was, this is well, just wait, wait, FYI. Wait, this is what I was hoping Hannibal was going to make let, it for. Let but. me finish. OK, the, the IC argument, the, 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 the you know, all this and the whole thing going up in Canada. All of the argument comes back to the exactly the same thing. Who gets to control me? What do I get to control? It's the, the argument is uh, is the same across. And who gets to decide whether or not you get to have some influence as to whether or not I get to decide? You know, these people who are like, no, we've got to protect you. We got to you, you poor IC people. You're being taken advantage of by the man and all that kind of stuff. No, you know, you, you, why do you think I need your protection? <laughs> I, I will let you know if I need your protection. It's kind of like that whole uh, you should you have to join a union so we can protect you. But it's exactly that. But yeah, the union and wants to tell you what to do. Remember, another thing: the, a lot of people that uh, people that complain that they can't make money is just because that they're not in a good location, and that's the only reason that they're not making decent money. Uh, no, you can be in a great location and might not make these. I hundred percent agree because I could, I could, I could make, I could make. I made only forty five dollars today. Mm-hmm. But comes to more, I could make like five hundred dollars. You know, you just never know what kind of day you're gonna get. You know, one of these guys ha- has a uh, uh, one of these videos out there, and he spent a lot of time on this video talking about how Uber is such a rip off and all that kind of stuff. And he kind of slides through there in the middle of all this that. He went downtown to, I forget which city. He was a big city, Dallas, Houston, whatever. He went down st- downtown and he parked in a parking garage and he sat there for four hours and he never got one single ping. 
He's parked in a parking garage. Did he, did he have cell service the whole time? I would hope he at least knew how to check that. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't, I mean, what he's saying doesn't even make any sense. I mean, because if he lost the cell service, he would lose his contact with the app. And okay, so I go in a parking garage. Some parking garages that work, sometimes it does. It depends on which parking garage I'm in, right? So yeah. I don't know what the, you know, but these people, they, they want to find fault in places where there is no fault because that's how they get control. They feel like they've got control by saying, you don't, you know what I'm saying? I mean, all of this, all of this stuff that everybody's arguing about right now, mandates and, and, and vaccines and all that, it's all about this sense of control and who gets to have which amount. That's a different, that's a different kind of control. It's all, let no, me, all let, let, you know what, Hannibal's not here. So let me, let me kind of run, just run through the details of, or the, bullet points of all this since driven dad put it up um what up tony uh so yeah so he's so jen put out or hannibal had a video on how and we've talked we've all talked about this how strikes on these platforms don't work in fact he put out a couple jen made a video on how these strikes absolutely work because she's now working with the gwc who i who I've talked to many times. I, I just like Vina Dubal. I don't agree with them, but you know, at least we have discussions. We keep the lines open. Um, but Jen made a video and called out Hannibal, put his name into the video, showed his picture, kind of like not like her. And she has 18,000 subscribers, 19,000 subscribers. They're pretty active. Her videos get around 3000 views per day when she drops one. Um, and she put Hannibal's name in there that, you know, how, you know, he shouldn't say this. And he, she was talking about like having a big mic, like microphone. And so Hannibal made a video about his big mic, wink, wink, and kind of was like really going back. Is that, is that what it was? Is that yeah. what it was all about? That, that, well, hold that on. was that mic well, thing I was hearing for the past couple of days? Yeah. Oh, so geez. he's he's like he's like you know I guess I guess that's a problem to have a big I mean it's it's a it's you know it's it was a couple slaps back and forth from some people that I don't normally see do it but I didn't I hadn't seen the Jen video when I first saw the um the Hannibal video so I was like whoa and then I saw that Jen video and I was like you know these are all kind of out of hand like why. And, and, and I didn't even know like those two had a beef or whatever, but here was the, the only thing I will say about the whole thing, because I thought this is crazy this and weird that this is going on with people who seem like good people, but um, who I know are, I mean, I know Hannibal, and he's a good person. So, um, but what I did find weird was that uh, Jen was saying how these do work, the strikes. And, um, you know, that nobody should be talking about that. And there was some, there was something about Hannibal driven dad. If you can put it up, um, Jen, Oh, that's it. That's it. Um, that Jen left all of her videos for Instacart on how to do Instacart up and they're all monetized and they make a lot of money. Okay. Jen, I think that flex for sure knows this Gary probably does. Jen on the go is a pretty big channel. She has a lot of commercials and monetizing going on. I'm just, 
Never I'm just saying, I think she gets a good yeah. monetization money. That doesn't matter. That's fine. That's her business. I'm cool with that. That's not the part that's weird. The part that's weird is she's now putting up anti- uh, anti-Instacart stuff. Anti-Instacart and, and anti-working for any of these apps while still leaving all these other others up. So what I had said <laughs> to Hannibal in a text was that maybe, you know, but wouldn't it have been different if she just created a new channel? Because she still could have left the old channel up. Would you have cared then, you know, if she had just created a new channel saying new gen with the GWC? Yeah, but... Uh... I mean, we've seen lots of YouTubers do this over the course of seven years now. They always start out positive tips and tricks, and they get people into their channel. And then about halfway through their channel, they flip script, and now they start putting out negative content as well. Why would but they like, but this that? much of one, somebody who Jen on the mm -hmm. go made Instacart forever. I mean, she's really, she built her brand on that. And now she's like just destroying them while still leaving all the pro Uber, Instacart. Uberman did the same thing. Okay. I guess I just, that's yeah. weird. That's weird. I mean, that he, is, he I, mean out, I, I agreed he with, with that. That was a little yeah, weird. Maybe somebody, maybe it reached the, the, some, some kind of a level. Well, you honestly, y'all, if, if they're getting paid a lot of money, they're not going to take that shit down. I mean, right. I mean well, I five either. grand a month either. from Google AdSense. <laughs> well, no, no, but but let me put it this way: no, not many YouTubers, and maybe I'm wrong, but not many YouTubers could go start another channel, like kind of how Pedro's done or whatever, you know, and like and get a bunch of followers to move over because a lot no. of the subscribers just you know over the years have fallen off or whatever. They're not as active. She is absolutely one of those active enough channels where if she said, "Hey, here's my new channel." She yeah, could have left the old one up. Or she and could have just hid the videos. Right, but she could have left the old one up, still monetized it, moved over to a new one, because it's just weird. I mean, I agree. I, I, I was hearing what... What's up, Monroe? I was hearing what, um, which, what Hannibal was saying, though, about that one. The rest of it, I'm like, oh, what, why does this happen? Why, do, why, do, why does it have to be somebody's name? Why couldn't Jen have just made her point without it being Hannibal? Because Hannibal's not the only person that made a video about yeah, I'm sure virtual the strikes other, don't work. The other I think I've seen about a hundred of them. I don't know. I just these personal you know, attacks I, I don't when why, I don't think there's a personal beef is weird. A good person under the bus. I don't know. Like I was that. hoping Hannibal was going to be over here for this. I know he's had his stream going too, but um, is his stream over? Yeah, I mean it. It probably is now. I don't know. No, no, he's still on it. Oh, he is? Oh, it's on me. Okay, tell him, hey, bro, we're still waiting for you. <laughs> hey, Flex, are you are you on? Can you text him? Or can I don't you... have his number. I mean, oh, I'm... I'll text him. I don't have... You got his number, right? I mean, his yeah. stream's still up right now. He has Bud Soda and John. Oh, I see, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. he's still going. Yeah, oh, he's he... got John on, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was... I think that was more of a going off his video i'll have to go i'm gonna go back and watch it but that was uh i think that was going to be the summary of the attack on jen was what was going on I, I personally don't watch the drama videos see i know and that's YouTube. when i was texting with you gary i was saying like i hate this i hate this stuff i hate being i don't i don't partake in it but i just was kind of curious why all this happened you know like you know is it just you know i don't know I don't know. It seemed out of character for everybody, and it it kind of left me 
Um, I don't know. Um, I so, know, okay. Likes to draw. What, was the, uh, what was that fucking childish shit about making fun of a microphone? Dude's got a fucking professional microphone. I don't know. Something about making up for size. I don't, I don't know. I mean, have you seen like four of us out of the five have a big ass mic? Yeah. Like <laughs> five of us out of the five probably have a big ass mic. Oh, <laughs> a big ass golden mic. <laughs> um, <laughs> so okay, this was something that um, William has been asking me. Willie Boots has been asking me a lot lately, um, and I see Morton here too. Um, so let's let's see if where this one goes, and maybe uh, maybe Hannibal will join. If he doesn't, um, we'll just kind of wrap it up near the hour. So. Uh, why and i kind of know this because i've been interviewing companies that have like the the ride share in in austin that was crushing it for the austin market and then when they just even tried to nudge a little they were just put under like why can nobody fight the giants why are we at that point that nobody can fight the giants anymore what do you mean they can't fight the giants i mean like there's not going to be another uber left I, I don't think it's that nobody can. I just don't think that there's anyone that wants to lose that much money. Because <laughs> it's, not, it's not about fighting them like, oh, I need to take over. Because, say, even if you do take over Uber, you, Uber's still not profitable. Right. So you're not only do I'm you spend about a like, lot of money to take over them, like as far as, you know, be the biggest company, well, you're still going to be losing money at the top. And I need a new company, better plan. So, so it well, is. but what about like the ones that are, that's, that, that's what I'm trying to get at. It's like, he was asking me like, well, you know, like why couldn't, you know, somebody start their own. I'm like, that's like a dumpling model. Go start dumpling. And you literally, it doesn't even have to be groceries. You know, you can be doing dumpling and not even ever do groceries because the way it works, they'll just okay you to do whatever you want. Have your account. They'll clear it on the credit card. You can dog walk. You can dog sit, house sit, whatever you want. It's your business, and that's a true business. But um, like those, like there was a ride share, and I, I want to just say it was called Ride or something like that in Austin. There's been a ton around the country, yeah, but they were there was Ride Austin. It's still around, I believe. Okay, I thought they they shut down, but regardless, you know, I they believe- were they were about to move to like four other cities, and they stopped. Uh, maybe Tom, maybe you know, because that's your state. No, I don't. I don't know them. Yeah, Ride Austin's still around. They actually they're a nonprofit rideshare company. And the reason why they came about, I remember this because they came about because Texas or the city of Austin uh, told Uber they had to start paying like licensing and stuff like that. And Uber's like, nope, just pulled out the city. And then so Ride Austin started a nonprofit and started doing rideshare that way. Yeah. But they're still up. I'm, I'm looking at their website now and their Android app and iPhone app. And but there have been others too. I mean, there've been there've been others that well, did well for a while in markets. There's there's a, actually a lot of other. We just mentioned the big big giants because they're the big giants. But I mean, most of us probably have some sort of local company that does it. Um, you know, they they probably have their own app too. Um, you know, like I know my market besides DoorDash, we have two other food delivery services. 
you know, right. besides DoorDash, Uber, and, and uh, Grubhub, we actually have two more besides that. And they're, I think they're in 10 cities total. And it's just one of those things that they're probably profitable because they're not spending a ton of money on advertising and trying to become the top dog. Okay, so what about like Lyft coming into food? <laughs> is not what they're doing, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know where it's at. Lyft, Lyft is not coming into food directly, though. They're right. coming through with a third-party service. Yeah, we were looking, and it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, and actually, that third-party service that they're coming in with, Uber, Grubhub, and DoorDash, all three already use as well. Right. So it's not like they're doing something new. They're just trying to, I guess, make a little bit more money and trying to become profitable. Because if you notice, Lyft, Lyft isn't even trying to go after Uber no more. Like they was trying to expand worldwide and things of that nature. And I think they've pulled back to Canada and U.S. Mm-hmm. I think they have actually came back from overseas because of all the regulations that are popping up over there. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know more about the overseas stuff. I mean, because you 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 deal with you deal with what is it? Um, Now I'm thinking Deliveroo and the delivery ones, but you deal with Ola, Ola, Diddy. Yeah, Mm, I'm trying to get Bolt. You know, yeah, I have Bolt coming on. (laughs) Um, uh, So yeah, here was so Tony. You asked this. um, Dumpling did run a program in L.A. Just prior to the pandemic for uh, rideshare for about four months. Um, I don't know how they feel about it. They're not running their platform, though, for it where they had something in the app. I, I, re- I really think that you create your profile, you have the credit card, and if you need to expand the boundaries of the credit card, you just call and they'll work with you. That's how everybody I know does it, and they just work with them. So I think rideshare would be fine. Everything is fine. You can... You can go to specialty stores. You can go dog shopping. You can go anything that people want. You're basically a personal assistant. You know, I was even talking to Joel, the CEO of Dumpling, and I was saying that, you know, (laughs) oddly, it's too bad he didn't have the name TaskRabbit. I mean, we all know TaskRabbit, but it actually suits the Dumpling model great. Like the word Dumpling just doesn't bring to mind all that you can do with this. So... Um, hey truth what's up what's up queen um but yeah uh i don't know um but i mean is there ever a way that you know well they're already like have plants here for autonomous and things of that nature but is there any way that like a dd or something ola somebody with some backing ever comes here or is it that because here's what i think gary is that eventually lift goes down not only does it get bought out, unless it's by Uber, but that it goes down and out, and Uber is the only one. See, I, I don't well, think yeah. I don't think Uber will take over Lyft. Well, but who, whoever does, it eventually fails or something. I don't know. I just no, I, I, there, there's a company that wants in this business, and they're the big dog. And when they decide they're going to get in it, it's the end of Uber. It's the end of Lyft. It's the same company we're using right now. It's Alphabet. Oh, Alphabet Waymo. Alphabet's going to get in here, and that's going to be the end of the rest of it, and because they've decided they want in the business. Yeah, 
I don't know though. I, I mean, Gary and I've had talks about we, we just, just don't ever see Uber going away. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't ever see Uber going away. Ever, I, I don't. I, I think, I, I think at this point that they're so massive that you know they're, it's kind of like nothing, they're nothing compared to Alphabet. Nothing. Well, I'm saying they're for ride share wise, right? Yeah. As transportation, transportation. I, I think they're, they're so trans- big they're on not transportation. A company. They're 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 a technology company. Didn't you read the memo? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the email? Right. But I, I think that they're so expanded as far as how people use their technology company <laughs> to get transportation that if something major were to happen to them, that the government would probably step in and help them. That's what that's what I was gonna say is that they've they've you know they've entwined themselves so far into the government with like free rides to vaccinations, voting, testing, all this that they do free rides on New Year's Eve, all this stuff. And then other work they do with the cities and donations that they're already like kind of sealed in, in my opinion. I mean, but it, it, they're, even they're, to the government levels where like you're not getting rid of them. <laughs> but they're a publicly traded company and they can be taken over just like any other publicly traded traded company. Oh, I, I agree. They can. I just I don't think that it'll happen is what I'm getting at. Like, I, I, I don't think that even if uh, Alphabet wanted rideshare, I, I don't know if they would actually take over Uber. They would Al- probably... Alphabet wants rideshare when it's true autonomous. Yes. Right. That's, that's, right. that's what I'm saying. That's right. But they that's will, they 30 will go years for whoever has the actual true autonomous model at that mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. which right now Europe is leading that. Mm-hmm. So it's not even the U.S. No, it's it's all kinds of the littler companies over mm-hmm. in Europe, in fact. And there's and, a and Alphabet's buying them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I mean Uber Autonomous, it's, I think it's been well, sold. I'm gonna put the link. I'll put the link. Well, what? Well, what? No, I opened oh. up this I opened oh. up this thing and I paused it. Something link, link, link. Like what? The link? Um, okay, well, let's let's hit on one last thing then. I got one last thing that we can hit on, and uh, I'm guessing Hannibal's thing is going to go. So, uh, tipping. I just wanted to see if any anybody. We'll start with you, Flex. Like, uh, what could what could um, what could be done to fix tipping? Because I've worked in the service industry my whole life. It's unheard of. To not be I, mean, I, don't think, of- uh, I don't think you could do anything uh, because the uh, no matter what the customer tips, DoorDash is going to hide it on you. I mean, to help facilitate them to tip, what what steps could be? Do you have any ideas on what steps could be taken that might not be offensive to the customer? That because it, I mean, I'm telling you, this is the only industry that so I would up, consider so a service up. industry where I've not been tipped correctly. Again, Nine out of so ten people the, in any other so service you, industry. Uh, Dipped. It's all how you brought up. It's all how it's on a person. Yeah. Right. But Uber built a model where they said, don't worry, almost don't worry about the tipping. In fact, you couldn't unless you were doing cash. And even that they discouraged, but they did, you couldn't tip through the app in the beginning. They made a model of saying, don't worry about it. Our drivers are taking care of it. And we were at the time. We were being paid great. But it was at the time, but I'm, we're talking about now. Right, but because of Travis and that culture, it really carried over, I think, that, you know, people stopped tipping. I mean, they just, or they just didn't. They thought, you're taking care of, I just pay this and I don't need to tip. 
and the tipping was an, an added feature that came, but these are the same people who I mean, will tip the person who opens the door for them when they get out of your Uber, tip the bartender, tip the waitress, tip the cook, tip the dishwasher, and then get back in the Uber and not begin. Um, there just, is point I, I think it's just the history of what's been done with tipping. That's the basic thing of it. I mean, you you just... You tip, I guess I'm, I'm, you, I'm you maybe, maybe I'll reword it for you, Jason. Like, what... If you could do one thing that seems like it wouldn't hurt the company or anything, like what maybe what would it be? Uh, I just think you apply an automatic tip to the customer's bill. I mean, but, but that's a fee, me. not a tip. Well, I don't give a shit as long as I get the money. <laughs> <laughs> you can call it the SpongeBob's fee. I don't give a. Crap. It used to be good when you know it was supposed, you know. Well, delivery is a little different, but I still, find, I still find my issue there too. And I kinda, that's, yeah, no, Tom, what up? Well, I was just going to say, I, I think I know the answer, but uh, you know, we're going to have to leave pretty soon. So I'll, I'll catch you on the app. I'll send, I'll, I'll, I'll send the answer on the app. <laughs> okay, Jason, what were you saying though? I, I want to touch on the driven dad uh, with Walmart Spark. I talked about this last night. It was our first picture on our show that Walmart is testing an area. Uh, are testing certain areas that they're not offering the Walmart customer to tip. So they're building, like you said, building an auto $7 tip. So they're offering the driver. It's not a tip from the customer. They're trying to hide the tip from the customer, but give the driver like an extra bonus or something like that, that it must be in his market right now, which I call bullshit. <laughs> He's <laughs> driven. Dad's in my market. That's Denver. He, that's okay. what my that's that's Tony. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just saying, like that we they we literally talked yeah, about that see. last night. Um, okay, uh, he's coming here. Here it is. Hey. They have auto tip, but you can remove it if you want. And yeah, but, coming here. But but they're definitely testing that market. No control. So. <laughs> Roy, fucking Roy, no control. Um, <laughs> I, know, I think the best thing that they can do as far as tipping goes is to change the wording. Stop calling it a tip and call it a driver incentive or a delivery incentive or driver support. Yeah. Or, or something of that nature. Get rid of the word tip because when you use tip, most people think that that's optional. And in our case, it, it's really not, not it, not if you want, things done yeah or call it a bid for service or something oh i like that yeah like a yeah exactly something but so okay here's uh, and you guys can blow holes through this idea but um why not away this is on the baiting end of tipping if you put in a tip why in the world are you allowed to pull it back just by going in and just removing it? Why should you not have to contact the company and say why? Why should there not be an extra step on tip baiting? Why should you, if you put in a tip, why should you not, why should you be able to say, I don't want to give that tip anymore? Because we all know people are doing it to bait it, to get you the food quicker, to show as a big order, to get the best drivers. Shouldn't you be locked into that unless you had a problem and then have to deal on some level to make it harder? Because I think that the tip baiting has gotten way out of control, way out of control. 
and giving them 24 or 48 hours to delete it or change it. Yeah, you, you should always be able to go add more. But why are you allowed to take that back? Well, So I'll speak from from somebody who orders uh, a lot for, you know, and have these things. Because I don't know the quality of the delivery and everything until the guy's long gone. But the bag is sealed by the restaurant. He just brought it to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's something wrong with the order, that's not the driver. Uh, it, it, sometimes it is. You, you can't say it because when, when they do the, the three stops on the way to my house and the food gets there cold and soggy, I, I'm not okay with that. And, and it happens all the time. And I'm not that's okay. Why, with that's that. why I don't like multi happen. Yeah, right. you know, so so when I see that when I, and I watch them, I <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm well, and, and I and and I get my food and and the sandwich is soggy and it's not cold anymore or not hot anymore, all that kind of stuff. I'm not that, I'm not okay. That, okay, that makes sense. But would you have a problem saying I want to remove this tip and just well, having I, to just type no, a, a, a a hundred I, character I reason? Don't, I don't have a problem with that. I think you should. I think you should. I I do that. I let them know what you know, and I let them know when I'm upset. Right, but I mean, in the app to to the Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub, like where you're not, it's not even going to the driver. It's like 250 yes. characters. You I, have I, to I, type why. Why did you need this? Okay, okay. look, look, look. He he's doing. He's not doing it every time. There's people that do it every fucking time. Which right, is, well, that's he's not tip dating. He he's saying like he's having a legitimate. Yeah, he's reason. having a legitimate reason for it. So I so I think people who do it every time. I mean, can they not say, you know, if you pull back the tip sixty five percent of the time after ten orders? Uh, there's probably a they probably get a flag and something they can do. Yeah, they they can do something there. Maybe after like second or third time, you might have to put in a reason. Like, hey, the the problem with that though is you can just use another email and sign right back up. Yeah, but a lot of people might not want to. I mean, they might just, I don't know. I mean, I think it, I mean, it's, I think that it would be a way, I mean, I think that some people are just that kind of lazy. They know they tip baited. And like Flex was saying, there's some people who literally do it every time now. They've learned that it works. It's not worth my time to put in. The, is, it, uh, is it really worth saving six bucks or something like that to sit there and wait and uh, undo the tip and all? I mean, but if it's but if it's like Friday night and it's super busy on DoorDash and you put in like twenty dollar tip, just because you you're probably going to get a dasher who gets over there who keeps asking for your order who's really pushing for that because they uh, they're trying to nail it for you. You can pull that tip. That's I, wrong. I, I have never seen that my tip in any way impacts how fast my food gets. Another, another, uh, I don't believe it does. Another reason why your food could also be cold and be sitting there for a long time. I'll give you an example. Uh, I couldn't say I was using PAR or I was using an old app to tell the lady because once I arrived at the location, I said I have arrived. As soon as I have, I said I have arrived. About 10 seconds later, I'm getting a phone call. Or, I'm sorry, it was text messages. Hey, how, how long is this going to be? Like, I've been waiting long. I instantly called the customer, and she's she's been telling me she's been waiting for over an hour. And it took me about 10 minutes to drive down a parkway to the restaurant after accepting the order. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I couldn't tell her, like, hey, um, I didn't accept your order for, you know, I seen your order for, like, 25 28 dollars but i'm sorry you know it showed up for like nine bucks eleven bucks 
You know what I mean? I couldn't tell her that. So I, I told her, all I told her was like, hey, I took your order, and it took me 10 minutes to get here, and I'm just picking it up. But the reason that was sitting there, because that order was floating around for like nine, nine bucks or nine, nine to 11 bucks. It was just floating around and nobody wants to drive like seven or eight miles. And that's, that would, that's another reason why the DoorDash thing. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too, is, you know, I, I tip well when I order and I, I can tip $20. I can tip $5. It's going to get to me at this exact same speed. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm, but I'm just, I guess I'm, I'm hitting on the people who do, who have learned tip baiting works. It works. The, the only platform that I and have I'll just noticed, pull it all. I won't tip them a dollar, but I'm right. put in 20. The only platform I noticed that it, it makes a difference is Grubhub. And that's because they don't, they don't hide anything. Right. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I'm getting at. And I know Grubhub's not the shining example of how to get that. How to get the delivery game done, but at the same time, like that's always been their model, right? Was that everything was upfront? Yeah, I mean, is. just kind of like the new upfront pricing. I mean, I don't know. I just, I think tip baiting. I guess it goes on more in the grocery space than some of the other ones. I think, and I think that I was trying to relate it to anything where you can tip bait in rideshare. It never happened too much because <laughs> people just would say tip through the app, and they never would. Um, that was just. We're all used to that. That's happened to all of us. If you yeah, ever so know, I'll get back to you later on this. I'll, I'll do it through the app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, he just stepped up, so hopefully he joins. Oh, what's up, Homer? What's up, um, Bud Soda? What's up, uh, Rideshare Lisa? What's up, Roy? What's up, Pedro? What's up? Uh, I don't even know. Well, far back up. I think that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's a few people in here. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just think there's, there's got to be some way to, to stop that. I mean, it's, it's the same way I felt. It's not the exact same, but this is kind of the same way I felt about underage riders. You know, I just didn't even mind picking them off instead of getting to the point where I was like, you know, like yeah, I just, I'll avoid the spot. I would, I would go pull behind the police officer at the high school and just pick them off one by one. I'd roll my camera to the window. Loved it, man. <laughs> I thought they add. Uh, could they add more tips on Grubhub after you complete the delivery, or once it's done, it's done? Uh, Good you, question. You, I ordered you, on Grubhub today. Yeah, I I believe you can. I know. I've never tried to do it, but I know while they're on the way. Jason's me, about to look. It, it shows me on there if I it, it'll say increase your tip or add an extra tip or something. But I've I've never seen it be able to take it away, and I've I've never seen a hidden tip on Grubhub. Is everybody looking at the comment? <laughs> we we already covered that, Roy. Roy just likes to uh, patrol. I like that, Roy. <laughs> nice. Well, I don't know. Um, I guess uh, I guess that was really all all I wanted to hit on this. You know. Tonight, um, anybody else got anything going on? What's what's up with something else? Let me bring up some. What's a favorite app right now that everybody's working? I'll tell you what. No matter what anybody says, mine's shipped and still now shipped. I'm killing, I'm killing it. I'm loving it. It's easy. You're you're doing grocery shopping? No, nah, I just park. I just go to the Target by me. Mine, mine is. I mean, yes, um, but it's it's, if it's out. Target, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why. Mine, mine is Park because it still helps me out. So is Gary's app. 
Oh, you yeah. don't even know the damn name? <laughs> it's not called I, I said your name too? It's called Joe's app. Joe's app. <laughs> the utility app. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it, man. It clear clears all these trash orders, man. Literally. The driver utility helper. The driver utility helper. Oh, do you use Maximo for Uber Eats or you don't do Uber Eats or nah. He he does payroll and DoorDash. Yeah, that's my thing too. That's it. Don't you watch his live streams? Come on. Oh man, I've I've got up like so All early in the morning because I'm two hours behind him, and I'll catch his payroll one sometimes. I'm too it's early funny. for people sometimes. Be like four in the morning, and he's like out. <laughs> I don't even know, Jason, if you know this, but Flex does a live stream like what seven days a week, literally. I mean, I used to think it was Pretty like much, six, yeah. but seven days a week, he twelve hour live streams, door dashing. And then, and then, but hold on, I'm not done. But three hours before that, he live streams uh, delivering payroll. What's payroll? Like like package delivery. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So Fifteen hours a day. No thanks. <laughs> if I work over five, I get grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm with Jason. If I work, if I work more than three hours at a time, I start getting cranky too. Yeah, another, another, another huge perk and a I'm, nice thing that we have the control to be able to be yeah, flexible. I'm, I'm doing Walmart shopping and I'm running carts into people. If I shop after noon, after twelve o'clock, it's a shit show, and you better get me out of there because I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to real quick. I got to bounce y'all, and I, I appreciate the time. But I do want to talk about uh, grocery tipping. I, I I really feel like I need to have the driven dad on just for Walmart because uh, I had one yesterday that a fifteen dollar tip. It is not on there today, and this order was ninety two items to the hood, Jeez. and I knew it was going to the hood. And Let I me was ask like, you, we'll, we'll see. So I'm going to call Walmart tomorrow and to see what happened to it but that's the only reason i took that because it was 15 bucks Do hey, they ID tony you? i'll i'll send you i'll send you jason's information you can get in touch with him jason do they id you up and picking up the orders oh no my walmart they know me by name they love i i kiss their ass when i'm there there is no like show me your id but i'm doing it for walmart spark i'm not doing it for doordash right that's what i think that's what he's saying too no, I think DoorDash does ask for ID. Oh, right. Well, they, okay. they start everywhere asking for ID? Not, I don't know. They don't do it for my Walmart, but I don't do it on DoorDash. So. I, I cannot get a Spark order ever. I don't even see them pop up on my app. Are you sure it's live in your area? Yeah, there's, there's like, I don't know. They told me there's nine Walmarts around me. And you're not getting anything? Nothing. Not a single thing. Yeah, I they said you know they he, sent me a survey today. They said, Hey, you haven't taken an order yet. You want to tell us why? <laughs> I would call them and say make if they're, sure, they're make sure you're in the right location. Yeah, they, there may be something wrong with your with your location. application somewhere or something. I would call them and always press two. Don't Gary, go one. Gary's probably two. spoofing. He's probably like I gotta try this spark out. Like man. right where I'm at, I have three Walmarts near me that all do pick up, and they're three miles, three miles, and four miles. Something ain't right with your account. Yeah, and <laughs> nothing ever pops up on there. Because I just I just want to do a couple so I can see if I can't automate it. 
Lisa says tip bait by either Spark or Walmart. Not sure, but never fifteen dollar tip in the hood. It was the straight up section eight too. Like I, I knew what I was getting myself into, and I say, I swear to God, because it's twenty four hours, and and it's been twenty four hours, and I'm calling Walmart tomorrow and let them tell me where it went. Hey, driven dad. Shit, I was doing a Walmart order, and the only way I was able to get inside the building is they were doing a raid. <laughs> Okay. I'm not well, even joking. Hey, shit, get, I left it, in, I left it in a hallway. Flex is all. Hold the door, man. Literally going next door to the gentleman's <laughs> door. He's like, let me see the package. You're like, no. No, no. Good. I mean, I didn't. They let me in. I'm like, I just need out. to drop off. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I gotta bounce, y'all. I yeah, appreciate I think I think we all do because I try and keep yeah. these to an hour, but when it's a round table, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, you're at one twenty, so yeah. or one eighteen. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, thanks guys for coming on. I appreciate Thank it. You. Thanks everybody for joining us. Thanks, Steve. Sorry, Hannibal and I overlap tonight. I don't know um, that because uh, usually it's the same people, and I'm sure that you guys were bouncing back and forth. So um, him and I'll probably regret that <laughs> you guys are gonna have to work out your scheduling issues you well i'm, all, some, I'm always you're gonna get some control man he's, he's just he's just <laughs> coming back with his times now so i'm not really familiar i've just i just do thursday live at, at seven mountain that's my thing, nine eastern right that's the only time of the week i do the other ones are just premieres that i try and do before kim's that are interviews i do except for friday nights except for friday nights which there you know is. by the way we have by the way. i forgot Tom, can you give us the plugs? And Friday nights at, TNC, at TNCRadio.live, 6 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Eastern. Join uh, Jason and SJ, myself, and Chopper Bill Waldrop talking about all things rideshare and whatever else we oh, have and, to talk and they, about. They let you call into the show, too, by the way. You, you oh, don't yeah, just have to listen. You can call in and yeah, talk we, noise on them. Yeah. Just put, I just put the link in there. I'm going to pin it to the top. So There you go. If I didn't see the face, I, I, I hear George Norrie, bro. George, no, no, coast to coast. I'm, I'm not talking about UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about UFOs. I don't care. Um, well, thanks everybody for coming on. And uh, yeah, check us out. Jason and I are always there. And uh, I yeah. think even Jason's, uh, I'm going to put everybody's link that was here tonight in the show notes. Cause if you're not familiar with Jason's show, which I think most people probably are, but and I know I've been telling some people and they're not familiar and then they go over and check it out and like it. So it's like, I'll put it in the show notes. You guys well, check it a, out. It's a lot <laughs> better now that he doesn't have the dash. So yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. J- J- Jason, what's, what is the new uh, website name? Well, it's not new. Apparently we owned it the whole time and I didn't know okay. this. It's just gig economy show.com. <laughs> okay. Cause Jason had a hyphen in his old one and he didn't, oh, like I hated it. It. <laughs> he didn't realize he could just say dash. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, but but finally we 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 broken his hy- uh, his hyphen and uh, oh, they browbeat me on the on the radio show. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, all right, have a good evening, everybody. And yeah, uh, thanks for having me on, Steve. Yeah, Drive safe, always a good y'all. time. Peace. Peace. Peace out. Deuces. Later. Nice. All right, guys. So uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed that. We got down with them. Um, Kind of a organic conversation there, and a good, great group of people actually. Um, I want to thank again uh, Tom Kelly, Jason Thierry, uh, Mister Flex, and Gary Middleton. Um, we were sorry to not have Hannibal show up. However, um, we're going to be doing some roundtable stuff uh, that I'll talk about on the bonus cast this week. That's dropping on Thursday. 
um, that Hannibal's going to be involved in, and uh, it's going to be fun. Um, it's a project we're doing in March, and uh, stay tuned. Anyway, um, watch for the bonus podcast on Thursday. Chris from Real Rideshare Stories. Um, he's going to talk to us about uh, rideshare and uh, some other stuff. So we actually got into uh, quite a deep dive conversation. So join us back here, you guys, and we'll see you uh, in just a few days and next week and the week after on Rodeo.